Hi guys, so before we get started on this week's episode, we just wanted to come on quickly and talk about our new manifestation workshop. So it is happening on the 12th of June for two hours in the Northern Quarter at Livewell. So we're going to have mimosas, we're going to run you all through a meditation and a manifestation. It is going to be amazing. We're so, so excited. Yeah, very wholesome Sunday morning. It's been long requested after the last one as well. So make sure that you get your tickets from the link in our highlights as well and yeah we will absolutely love to see you there we also wanted to talk about our new product on the shop so we now sell the psychic sisters affirmation roll-ons because we just loved them so much that we thought you needed them too basically we debated making our own but we were like why fix it if it's not broken yeah no 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 honey so they are affirmation roll-ons so they've got crystals inside them the reiki infused and the scent of them helps you learn better and helps in helps things program into your more so we always use them as part of our daily routine so when you're doing your makeup put it in your makeup bag and roll it on to your pulse points while saying your affirmations and watch the transformation hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of miracle mindsets filmed in bed yeah we've had a gorgeous weekend and well it's been a long it's been a, it's a jubilee weekend so it feels like it's gone on forever but also not at all yeah do you know what i mean it's been so weird i feel like it's just been saturday sunday and now it's sunday Sunday? yeah i don't know we're we're actually together and we just met mo gauda obviously you've probably heard our podcast with him but he's just such a sick guy i went for breakfast with him this morning so sweet he's just a, a sweetheart he really is like we spoke for hours and yeah, I think he's going to be a very good friend in the future. Genuinely, because we were talking about, he lives in Dubai, and we were talking about when we went to Dubai, and like, it was very superficial, and did he like that? I and think we like, had like, a bit of a bad experience of Dubai, to be fair. I know loads of people that don't like it, though, for like, that reason. Yeah. Um, I would want to go like, maybe with a boyfriend or something, and go for like, unreal meals, yeah, gorgeous definitely. bars. And like, just go in the beach club and have cocktails. Yeah. Like, we, to be fair, if you think about some of the days, like we used to wake up and go and get an acai bowl from that gorgeous yeah, place on nice. the marina. But then there was just nights where it was just like, yeah. twerk, twerk, baby, twerk. I was going to say, I think it's like the club vibe that's not it for yeah. me, really. I don't like a club, guys. I don't know about you. Yeah, I do. Like, we honestly howl. Like, it's just, have we said this on the podcast before? But like, when you're in a club and like, someone's obviously got like, bottle service and all these girls come out chatting like, hey, hey, no, hey, it's because hey. I went to a, a bar last weekend <laughs> Um, we went just because like it was free we know the girl who works there um, and it was a full on bar like that like fair play girls like if you do like going to those kind of places but there was literally girls just sat in silence all around the middle like trying to find a footballer <laughs> all bottle service coming out like hey 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 <laughs> and I was like oh this is not the one for me and Dubai like bars and clubs are very like that yeah, but um, it remember was, like, who was it that we met Oh, watch me whip. Watch me now. Watch me nay nay. Now and like honestly, like we. So basically, one of my well, both of our one of our mates um, was living there at the time. So she knew someone who basically worked behind the bar. So she got us into this like booth, but like we didn't really want to be there, did we? And then um, like that. What's what's he actually called? Now watch me whip. 
now watch me nay nay he was doing a performance there we had to have had to grab like these like blow torches and wave them in the sky and they were like smile you're in the music video and i like stood on this chair and waxed my head so i'm just in the back of the video like ow yeah it wasn't good and then um i just said something like just trying to break the ice really with people like we just weren't having a good time and what did i say to him i was like Oh, he was like, oh, something about him being famous or something, wasn't it? Yeah, like, obviously, fucking Miracle Mindset, like, oh, does the fame get to you sometimes? And he shoved his hand in my face, like, ignored me and took a picture with someone. I was like... Sorry, but that is so rude. I know, innit? And there was this girl there with, like, a really long ponytail and she kept flicking it on me and I was like, I swear to God, if she does that one more time, <laughs> I'll be I'm whipping her in. <laughs> now watch me whip. <laughs> Watch me nay nay. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't have the best experience with Dubai, but um, Mo said that he'd be our little tour guide, so... He said that he goes to the desert, lights a fire, and just sits there for hours, just him and the stars, and, like, that is his therapy. Wow. And he's just a sick guy. Like, obviously, you'd have heard on the podcast, like, he um, does research for an hour every day. Like, we obviously met him for lunch then, and then he was going to... Um, write a book for three hours with his co-author and it's like, very disciplined he's so disciplined and I think that's what we need in our lives guys I think it is discipline like fair enough there's a season for like letting loose and things but when it doesn't start to feel good anymore and you want to get further ahead like the discipline has to come in otherwise you're just wanting and wishing forever getting Lucy on the go see yeah I mean I think what you've got to ask yourself and I've actually implemented this into my life well not this weekend but um so do you know the six minute success journal oh yeah so I've been using that because if you actually read it, it's so interesting. So I listened to a podcast the other day and it was saying about how you can be so mindful but not productive. So like you'll meditate and you'll journal and you'll be in the flow. But actually, if you look at your actions and look what you're doing, I think I, I think I might have said it on the last podcast actually. But if you look at your actions and what you're doing and think about where you want to be in, in five years, two years or what you want to be doing with your life... Mm. You, it's all in your daily actions so true do you know what i mean so you can you can sit here and say oh i want to be i don't know like oh i want to be an influencer i think this is what this is the example i used in the last one but like if you don't post no one's gonna or see i you. could say that i want to move into one of the unreal apartments on the riverfront in 18 months but none of my actions are like saying it that, yeah. yeah so what you've written so basically in the six minute success journal um, it says like your focus for the day and what it does is it works out your values and I think that's such a good one so like I know my values are like freedom um, creativity connection fun like that kind of vibe so each day like my actions should be going towards my values and then the goals will become more effortless mm. so like oh I want freedom so what I'm going to do is this this and this today that's going to get me closer and that it does it's I think when you break it down, like what we were saying about discipline, like starting small, but actually doing the steps, like chasing that list from Miracle yeah. Mindsets, that's been a dusty old spreadsheet for two months, hasn't it? But like oh, as yeah. soon as you chase it, like people are applying, we're getting guests on, and it's just a simple thing that's going to get us so much further. But if you don't implement the action, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very true. So that's what I've been doing. But when it comes to the weekend, God, 
It's like I forget that existed. I know. It's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. It's a free I show. feel like my life is anyone's game at the moment. I feel like obviously I knew when I moved to London that it was going to take a couple of months of everything being up in the air. Yeah. But now I'm starting to come back to it where I'm like, oh, I actually do want the routine and things. Yeah, I joined the gym three weeks ago and I've been three times. Pure gym, £43. They're having giggles. I know. They Aren't are. They? It's £18 where we live. Wow. Lived lived crazy cat i know but um yeah so it's just it's just a simple action really but yeah. i do think you we've always said this but you've just really got to want to where you're at so this podcast is basically gonna be about change putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and true growth because yeah i think honestly sometimes we can all avoid like such painful situations like avoid feeling bad avoid like putting ourselves out there just out of like the fear of the unknown and the fear of like being uncomfortable or like going through the motions whatever it may be but wow does it change you does it grow you so much yeah grow you grow you it grows you so much it grows you so but no, much and as well like I think you can sit back and similar so you could sit back and say all the things that you want but you're sitting back and saying it from the comfort of everything that you have at the moment mm. but like putting yourself in a situation to actually get it is where like it is uncomfortable Funny. at the moment I'm doing I was saying for like I'm doing so many things that really make me anxious like yeah. I'll literally wake up and I'm like fuck like I have to do this today I have to do this you like everything's a bit of a hurdle yeah. I'm meaning yeah work like I'm meeting new she people on a all the time oh yeah did I say that I was debating going on the date with a 35 year old because I did go on it the she other did, day yeah she it was actually really time. good yeah at first I was a little bit like oh like I'm not sure about this but then no, it's Threw good. Yourself in. And it is like nerve wracking. I was listening to Sophia and Cynthia's single files, and they were like, "Oh, when we were going on dates, like I'd literally think about it the whole week. I'd wake up in the morning, and be like, oh, it's date day, and it is scary, like because Ooh. it's very intense. Like yeah. you're going to meet this person, and fair enough, like I could chat to whoever or what, or what but like it's. I don't know, like, I think it's just the fact that it's just going to be you and them. Can I speak to them for an hour? And, like, if you don't like them, how are you... How are you this is what away? we're saying. How are you ducking out at this point? Like, I've had such a great date, but, like, no thank you. Yeah, Ooh. do you want to go for a drink now? Mm, no, I'm oh. going to leave it. Can we just tell them about that man today? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. God, so we were walking to meet Mo. What What made you remember that? Um. What did you, what did you say just then? Do you want to go for a drink? How are you ducking and diving? Yeah, it was yeah. that. It was because of that. So we were walking to meet Mo, and one of the bridges was closed, so we had to walk fucking ages to the next one. And um, we were late, it's all a brush, we were ordering an Uber, and this man comes up to us and he's like, I'm a 10-year-old. I'm a 10-year-old and I'm going to be enlightened soon and have golden dreadlocks. Oh, but, like, was going he had a rock in his on. hand. He was literally, a rock and a stick. like, a caveman. Like, he had a stick. And then he was, like, to me, he was like, um, what did he say? He was like, um, you're, you're going to be one of my princesses. I'm going to have 10 princesses and you're going to be one of them. And I won't have sex with you for three years. <laughs> Because a woman shouldn't be touched for three years because then I'll know if I actually really like you. Oh, I, could, I just seen her crack. Oh, my God, yeah. And then this girl got on a bike and he was like, see, I've just seen your crack. That's not what a woman does. 
on I was getting quite scared though like Sam looks fucking terrified because, I can stop laughing because he was like I, I, we thought like I almost thought he was like one, so basically, I'm reading that Sacred Powers, as you all know, because once you start reading a book, you hear all about it, don't you? <laughs> but, um, and the worst part is you can probably tell how long it takes us to read because you'll go on about it for like 10 episodes. The book I'm reading at the moment. Page 10. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in Sacred Powers, it, and it's a true story, but a guy grabs him off the street like a homeless man and looks him in the eye and, like, basically, the man was sent down from God. He said, like, they had the most mad experience. So the guy said, like, do you trust? Do you trust? And they ended up quitting and going on this massive, like, adventure into the spiritual realm. But the guy, the way he was talking, the guy, wasn't it mad? Like, yeah. it was just like, um, you know, guys, like... I'm enlightened, I heal people, like I have a couple of oh, hours yeah, sleep and like and then I get on the go, like um they think that they've got me but they they tainted me when they gave me heroin and cocaine and all this and I was like, Oh and crack and crack, sorry, yeah. Okay. And um like I, I thought for a moment, I was like, maybe this guy is a bit of a healer, but then he started talking about his teeth falling out because he's ten. He's like, I'm a ten year old, no my teeth are gonna fall out soon and then my golden dreadlocks will grow. It is great. We I just wonder how how someone ends ends up being in that position. Well, he was saying how like he was having flashbacks to a bath when he was one years old and being beaten up or something, wasn't he? Oh yeah. It's all a bit of a blur. To be yeah, honest. it was a bit of a blur. I was just in survival mode. I was like, he's got a huge rock. He's about to throw at me. Well, when the Uber man came, he was like, "Don't get in the Uber." Oh yeah. They drug girls and kill he's, them. I he was trying to get in at one point. Oh, mate, well. I was getting. I was literally like, "No, no, it's our friend. It's okay." And he's like, are you sure? Bye, guys. Stay safe. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Stay safe, Megan. <laughs> oh, guys. So, there's a thing. Sorry, going off on a tangent. We will teach you some amazing stuff in about four minutes. But, um, so, we basically were in a hostel in Laos, in Vang Vieng. We wow, went that's to this, well remembered. Yeah, we went to this, like, basically, it was like a drug cafe, wasn't it? It's a mushroom a cafe. A mushroom cafe. So everyone that we were with got mushroom shakes and basically these guys just didn't feel the effect from it. So they got a mushroom tea as well at the mushroom. Um, and like they went That must oh, have been minging. Went a mushroom so tea weird, and then eat the mushroom at the bottom. He was clucking and like Oh my God, yeah, he was. And like foaming at the mouth. Oh my like, God, it's We were horrible. like, what is going on? Like what is going on? So we basically walked him back to the hotel. <laughs> And we went hostel. out. Hostel, sorry. Hostel. So the hotel. Um, walked. So we went out and left them both in bed. And I came back a couple of hours later, turned the lights on. And he was sat at the end of the bed staring at me. <laughs> like, he was so weird. And like... With his eyes wide open. Wide open. Yeah. And like, smiling. And like... It's really creepy, actually. I, I proper have that vision in my head. It was like one of those hostel rooms. It was all like bright colours like yellow yeah. blue yeah. the beds really close together and he was just on the end like hi and we thought they'd be like sound asleep yeah we did and like so basically the guy was like you have no idea what's going on and we were like no we do like you've pissed the bed <laughs> and his friend was in the corner rocking back and forth lay down going stay safe megan megan stay safe stay safe megan and we were like who's megan he was like his sister Oh, it was just, it was the, and it was only us four as well. Yeah, and the they had a flight room. at like dead early in the morning, didn't yeah. they? Like 6 a.m. or something. We were like, you've got a flight, like you need to pull yourselves together. And then we all went to sleep and 
they'd gone. What do you know? They'd, they'd gone by the, the time you woke up. Hostels are so weird, aren't they? Like, us two go and share a room with, like, these two, two random men. boys. Yeah. They were men, really. Yeah. Who were rocking back and forth going, stay safe, Megan. And you all just, like, share the same little shitty bathroom and that. Like, do you know? It's weird. It's it is weird. a bit odd, yeah. And so, basically, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, so I always keep saying, like, randomly, like, stay safe out there. Like, to, pe- to random stay people, safe, like, stay safe, Megan. And Jen was like, Sammy, that's a complete inside joke. Like, no one gets it. And I was like, I wish they got it. I just wish they got it. We'll have to explain it. Maybe we should do just a short clip of explaining <laughs> it and be like, <laughs> reference, stay safe, Megan, on Miracle Mindset. Yeah, fully. We actually might. So what's our tips? So anyway, <laughs> sorry guys. So what we wanted to talk about, yeah, is like, is putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. I think we've said it a little bit before, but like, even just change. So like, it could be working on yourself. It could be like, so the book that I'm reading, I was telling Jen um, the other day, like, treat yourself like the most important person in the room. So like, like your room for example clean it all up like the most important person in the world's come in yeah light loads of candles she's reading a book called pussy it is so good it's really weird though. i don't like saying the name because fully like she basically spreads the legs in front of 400 people and this like sensual teacher um fully like makes her orgasm That's like, in front of the I don't know how you could like get in the mood do you know what I mean I'd be very aware that everyone was watching me well she but she is a sensual teacher so yeah. basically she, what she says is like femininity and us as females are very cut off from our like divine power and basically she's got loads of case studies like in the past like people worship like the woman's body like they have a huge sculpture in Egypt with like a vagina and they put like milk and honey on it and thousands of people pray outside and there's like <laughs> guys I can't speak at the moment before as <laughs> what did I say somebody was telling us this mad story and I was like yeah like the problem with me is somebody can tell me something so mad and I'll react the same as if <laughs> if they say that they've gone to the shop and bought some chicken <laughs> And like chicken, like, I can't Three, even repeat it. It was like chicken, and I was like, "Sorry, chicken," and then it just stopped so abruptly. It is so so funny. <laughs> but anyway, you can get like a bit of a stick of your ass, <laughs> your ass, your ass, <laughs> and um, like be being a really good routine or like whatever, and you really get this whole perspective of like, oh wow, like. I should be like this all the time. But then for some reason we let it slip. It's sabotage. And you know what it is? So basically, think of like yourself as a thermometer, right? So as like you're making change, you're making progress, your thermometer rises, but eventually it always goes back to like homeostasis, like what's comfortable, Mm. what's normal. And you've got to keep doing it consistently. And I think that like obviously doing the work, so like reminding yourself of how special you are and like really like I was saying before, just start doing little things each day to pour into yourself. So like she says in the book as a, as a challenge, like do one thing each day to pussify your life. So like whether it be like cleaning out your purse and getting rid of all shitty receipts or throwing away, throwing away a piece of clothing that you just don't like. And it's just a bit drab or like cleaning your drawers or do you know what I mean? Doing something for you every single day 
like once your worth starts to go up you start to feel like you can yeah. you can change and, and that something you are that's reflective it. of a better you as well i think yeah, oh definitely. i did that the other morning though i was like getting changed in the morning and i was like my drawers are a mess so i tipped them all out onto my floor forgot about it got in deadly and i was like oh fuck off <laughs> I was like, like now I have to sort all gym. of this, yeah. yeah. But like, I did feel better for it, and it did need to be done. Or like, yeah. I'll put in the morning, I'll put all stuff out of my bed that I need to deal with when I get home. Yeah, fully. And even just doing your audit, so like, doing your life admin. Do you know, like, sometimes you feel so overwhelmed because you're like, oh, my money's out of control, or oh, I've not been going to the gym. But like, if you have just one night where you sit in, you get all your shit sorted, you like. Oh, we always say messy room, messy life, messy environment, messy mind. Mm. And it is, it's a, if your room's really messy at the moment, and I'm literally looking around at Jen's and it's, it's shocking. I'm not joking, it was spectacular until you walked in and Guy, you got bomb yesterday. <laughs> got chilly heat wave crisp dotted about, bottles of Prosecco. Only from the past You're not 10 no minutes queen, though. darling. Literally, but yesterday my room was so clean, Sam walked in, just like opened her case and just spewed it out everywhere yeah i needed to see what outfit options i had yeah well, i can see them all clear <laughs> as day every last one um but yeah so basically i think the periods of your life are always going to change aren't they yeah like transitions are inevitable so you might love your life at the moment but in a few months something might feel a little bit like oh and whenever you're leveling up whenever things are changing in a in a, at a soul level things will start to change on a physical level as well like you might not be able to tolerate the same people that you used to tolerate <laughs> tolerate what is going on <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah basically like so when you start to level up at a soul level or when for example when you start to do these things for yourself and pour into yourself like i was saying on the last podcast and actually go and meet like people like mo or like put yourself in uncomfortable situations and meet new people like even tomorrow we're going to a recording studio in brixton to do a podcast with this guy that we met a couple of weeks ago and we just think he's amazing has such a good mindset and i think like things are uncomfortable like things like things that are good for you are are uncomfortable sometimes but like Mm. the level of growth that you get so for example like speaking to people like mo speaking to people like that guy in a night out i no longer tolerate like dead chat or like bitchy people or like i'll like i seem to go out and have the best chats with like the best girls or the best people and always seem to be around amazing people and it's because i know what i want in that situation do you know what i mean I think that's like, we were speaking about that before, about the people that are in your circle, like, who do you tolerate around you? Because yeah. when you're around certain people, like, be it maybe like a friend of friend or like somebody that you've known for a while that you're not necessarily like getting on with the most at the moment, and they do draw, like, drain your energy mm. and you walk away and you don't always feel the best. And it's uncomfortable to then go out and like think, oh, I'm going to have to meet new people or, like, I'm going to have to cut this person off. Yeah. I find cutting people off so hard. Yeah. Oh, don't we? Wow. I know. I don't think I can cut people off. I think, like, once you've... Really? I think you can. Do you think? I think you've cut off quite a few people. Mm. Yeah, but people that don't matter to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, people who matter, like, 
people who are close close even if they're not maybe not necessarily the best like I can definitely distance myself and I think that naturally if you know yourself and know what you want you do naturally like you don't choose to meet up with them again yeah. do you know what I mean very true yeah like I think that like if you really do know what like I think I've got amazing boundaries when it comes to like having a good having a good group of people mm. in my life do you know yeah. what I mean and sticking to that and looking for that in other people. Yeah, I get that. Um, but cutting people off is is fucking hard. Like when you've got such a connection. How do you do with it? People. Yeah, I find cutting people off even just like I don't know, just difficult. Yeah, me too. Like, what, how do you have the like balls to really be like? Apart from obviously just stringing it out and like not replying as much or like not making plans or something, how do you say to somebody like? Look, to be honest, I think we're on different paths at the minute. This is what Mo was saying today, actually. So he's going on a date. <laughs> Spill his secrets. Spill the tea, Mo. <laughs> he's going on a date on Monday with this woman who used to, like, really find so attractive, really got on with her. And he mess- she messaged him a-, a while ago saying, like, oh, I-, I really, really like you. And he was like, I really like you too. And so they've arranged this date. But he was like, who knows if I'll still like her when I go out with her on Monday? Because I've not seen her for like 10 years and every seven years like I'm a completely new person it is you know what when we were talking to him it was such an amazing like eye-opening perspective that I still like we've all still got so much to learn yeah genuinely so me and Jen are now from Monday challenging each other to do to wake up an hour earlier and, and learn. learn something about what we need to work that's on that's like that was the thing that struck me most when we did the podcast with him mm. is the fact that he gets up and learns every day it's amazing even I was speaking to somebody the other day and I was like how do you know so much and he was like I'm just curious wow yeah so I watched a film the other night about um, what was it called so basically it was about a woman who um, ended up being done for illegal gambling she ran the most exclusive casino in LA in Manhattan um like all these like casinos where they basically got the biggest um like they had Mexican cartel in there, they had the biggest CEOs, like so basically she always used to sit behind the desk and she'd anything she'd hear, she'd be typing it up and like researching. Wow. She knew everything about the stock market, about people's money, like everything because wow. she was curious and she listened. And honestly, I was like wow and I said that to you today something that I really want to start doing is sitting back and observing rather than being focal and do you know like kind of just being yeah always like you talking or you like yeah. like really sitting back and observing things you'll get so much apparently you really learn so much about someone if you let them talk enough god I let people go on and on they'll show you the on and on man. and on yeah you do on and on <laughs> no but I do like I think I think with me though that's more of a like you were saying like Mm. I what what did you say (laughs) I don't want to do I said I said to Jen so we so basically we do let people we're we uh, we are curious so much in other people that people don't really find out that much I about remember us. like going on a call with somebody that we used to work with and then Sam came on and she was like oh Jen's just giving me an interview like getting me on the podcast like whatever joking and she was like no like you will do really well because you're interesting people and you're so poor knowledge about people and I genuinely like even at work now I make so many like good little connections just by speaking to people like mm. I spoke to this 
this man who I needed like help from and found out that his daughter wanted to do marketing. So I arranged for her to come and do an internship. So he would help me out with something. I was speaking to another one just in the office and found out that his son was a motion graphic designer. So like I got him in to do something. Like you just find out good little connections and you find out a lot. And then like I'll find out stuff from them. They'll find out stuff from me. And it's just like being interested or curious. I think we're very interested and curious in people, but the learning could come along. Awfully. And so what I was saying to Jen sometimes is like, the first one was that she asks so much about others, but doesn't really let anyone in to her life. Like Mm. I was saying at some points in a conversation, I'll probably like say, oh yeah, me too. This is what happened. Like, and I'll bring my story into a little bit just to kind of like, level it out but I think with Jen she's very much just like a little bit of a closed book of people and it's obviously am, intriguing yeah. but yeah. people deserve to know the good the good life of Jen you know what I mean yeah I'm a mystery you are a bit of a mystery, a mystery. and enigma they used to say that to me at my old job they were like uh, they were like you're so um aloof yeah like what was the word they called me like secretive but it wasn't that and because like they'd ask me all questions like oh like what are you doing here? Who are you going there with? And I just went, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> my mum and dad. Turn it back on you, yeah. I'm going to hit my mummy and daddy, actually. Um, and then the second thing I said to her is the hyper-independence. So, like, and this was both of us, really. Like, I think um, we've both got a bit of work to do with this. Because yeah. I think, for me, like, a big thing is like being so scared of being hurt by anyone really that I'll always do my own thing and always plan things for myself and actually like life shouldn't really be like that yeah and you also so independent to a tea that like there's not much room for like not other people to be in it but do you know what I mean like you're very like I'm happy to do my own thing yeah I do agree with that I feel like I'm getting better at that you are no definitely you are but I actually uh, listened to a reel the other day and actually shared it on Miracle Mindsets but it said like um when you heal your abandonment wound and realize your hyper independence is really just you pushing away people on your terms so that they don't leave first and I remember saying that so much and I was like speaking to people like oh like I'll um I'll push people like I'll let things go before it gets like too deep so that they won't leave me and it's a fear it's such a fear it's a definite like self-sabotage protection whole bundle of things yeah well Mo actually said today didn't he you like if you want to fall in love like you've got to understand that you will be heartbroken yeah and I was like oh it's like it's like choosing to be alive because but you know there's death at the end yeah oh god that's so rough there I know it is so rough rough (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like it is so hard because like I was even saying to him like um like working through stuff obviously if you love love a person and like he's obviously such an engineer orientated guy and he's saying like there's one in 10 million and I was like wow like very, heartbreak yeah, is just scary about it. heartbreak is just scary I know that a lot of you girls have actually been through it because I did a poll oh did you yeah like 90% of them wow and it I is kind of inevitable though it is inevitable and you do yeah. and you do will learn and you will learn so much about yourself but yeah fully to know even though I'm not even like heartbroken, like I've learned so much recently. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. so, so much. Like about just yeah, accepting that like things happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
but it's rough. Rough? <laughs> Why can't we take anything seriously? Seriously. <laughs> um, but I did. I think the biggest thing, like, is just yeah, accepting it. Like, I think, um, actually working through your, your emotions and like. Like I was saying before, I just don't think... I, I always think, like, I'll give something the best go mm. and always try and work on it because I just yeah. think, like, you can't just, le- like, leave just something in the dust like that. No. Do you know what I mean? You'd always be looking back thinking, could I have done more? I think it's nice to give everything your best go. And, like, yeah. this is even ties into the thing of, like, oh, if things are making you anxious or trying new things, but just, like, go to it. If somebody's invited yeah. you to a party and you're thinking, like, oh, fuck, like, it's all people I don't really know. Like, we've definitely turned up to things before just, like, on our bill because mm. we know, like, one person there and you get there and you're like, fuck, You're like, oh, my God, pass me the Prosecco. Pass me the Prosecco now. Yeah. Sam went to a baby shower where she didn't know anyone <laughs> and drank... <laughs> And drank a whole bottle of Prosecco. Because um, <laughs> she was so nervous. And then the mum-to-be was asking round where her no Secco was. And she hadn't drank Prosecco. She drank the mum's, mm. like, alcohol-free fish. Oh, so bad. <laughs> Literally at her baby shower. And she was like, oh, like, where's my no Secco? I was like, fuck. Actually, fuck. When I'm hidden in the toilets. <laughs> so bad I remember getting to like a house party once so like at New Year and genuinely going and downing like a bottle of wine I was wow. like fuck like this is just sometimes so scary. it just does cushion the blow a little bit doesn't yeah. it but yeah guys if you need a red wine if you need an Aperol beforehand just do it yeah break not the ice careful what event you're going to though it's not too many we were talking about when I went on that terrible date last year no two years ago and um, I got, like, literally so, so drunk, but it's because I drank so much even before. And fully, like, I know Jen. Like, I don't like drink the back of my that, hand. Yeah. And she wasn't answering her phone. So, like, wasn't texting back. Like, and the girl's like, she probably stayed at his. And I was like, mm-mm, absolutely. Like, she didn't. She didn't. She 100% didn't. I was like, where the fuck is she, though? Like, I think, did I message your mum? I didn't message your mum, surely. Surely not. I fucking hope you didn't. But I did, I did get in touch with you somehow. Or, like, maybe just the next day you messaged, or you messaged on the group chat, like, I'm alive, and I was like, what the fuck happened? And, yeah, I was exactly right. She did not sleep with sleep no. his. I've but, told this story before, if yeah, anyone remembers. Yeah, I she actually did lose her phone. went and got on a train to the wrong place and then got a £60 taxi home. <gasps> what a scorcher. That is a scorcher. Wow. <laughs> Fucking um, weirdo. So I've actually got a quote for you. Okay. Um, you'll never know if something is meant for you if you don't give it a proper chance, whether it's a relationship, a new job, a new city, or a new experience. Throw yourself into it completely and don't hold back. If it doesn't work out, then it probably wasn't meant for you. And you'll walk away without regret, knowing that you put your whole heart into it. That's all you can ever do. It's a horrible feeling leaving a situation knowing that you should have and could have done more. So find the courage to take that chance. Find the inspiration to make your next move. And once you do, pour your heart into it and don't look back. I love that. I literally I love, that. love that. If you if you're thinking, listen to this, like, oh, like I'm not 
feeling too pushed at the moment or too challenged but there's something that you want to do Mm. find a way to do it that's going to be my challenge to you from this podcast yeah and I think like I was even thinking then just in my head let's push ourselves like if you want it if you've been saying for months and months I want to learn Spanish or like I want to go to a dance class or a heels class or a pole dancing class do it please just I want to get into the gym but I'm just too scared like I don't know what to do whilst I'm there just go like nobody's watching you or everyone does things that makes them nervous everyone accounts and allows other people's nerves like you might think oh I want to do a speech but I'm gonna fuck up and everyone's gonna laugh at me like no they're not because other people have been in your situation before as well and like honestly people literally say to us to like actually fearless like people say that to me all the time and I think like I didn't used to be but I've just put myself into situations like we'd go into for example with live well and how we got that opportunity is because I spoke to them just just buying the crystal but decided to speak to them for a bit or doing a workshop and standing in front of bloody 12 people like talking for two hours yeah. like there's so many things that feel so fucking uncomfortable and I could have said a year ago I would never do that do you know what I mean I'd never yeah. do that but it's it's all about taking the risk and I think that change just does push you to become such a better person like mentally such a good person like you feel uncomfortable you get rejected you go on a date and it didn't work out it's rather an oops than a what if you know what I definitely, mean? Definitely, it definitely is rather an oops and a what if. Because also, like, then you can look back and think, like, that was the missed opportunity. That yeah. date that I didn't go on was, like, the one. That sea that I didn't move to would have, like, started this whole new life for me. And, like, it is definitely better an oops and a what if. But um, also, just quickly, whilst we're on workshops, next Sunday, Sunday the 12th of June 2022, baby, we're doing a manifestation workshop at Liverpool in the Northern Quarter. Yeah, we're going to get some mimosas. Yeah, get some mimosas on the go, little Sunday morning vibe. Guide you through a little manifestation setting. Meditation. Meditation, visualisation, and just a little guided session, basically. It'll be so good. If anyone's seen any of like, the reels or anything from our last one, then you'll know... The, the girls loved it as well. It was such a good morning. So, yeah, please yeah. come along if you're interested. We will leave the link in a highlight. Um, yeah. But, yeah, is there anything else that you would like to add? I'd say that it's okay to be scared. Like, sometimes it's easy mm. to get scared and it scare you away. But I think, like, maybe is that, like, you go sign to think, oh, if I did this and, and I neutralised it and it became normal for me maybe that'd be brilliant maybe like you have you've been through a bad breakup or something and I actually know somebody who went through a breakup maybe like what did she say like a year ago maybe and it was really bad like she was really heartbroken and last weekend was the first time she even kissed anybody else like she was really like just really put off really scared it would happen again and then because that like went well and it like sparked something in her she went on a date yesterday I think um and like it's opening up things again for now so like even if it scares you like maybe that's a good thing to do yeah and listen like time is the biggest healer like there's periods of your life that do feel shit like I think for I think like for the past maybe maybe from like February to April for me I felt so lost like Mm. I think it was a period where like I really just didn't, I'd like lost myself a little bit, I think. And like everyone was saying that to me and I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know what, how things have gone so wrong. But like, I didn't have structure in my life. I wasn't really working on myself as much. And like, 
I think that that it is actually okay to have them periods. Like it's okay to feel shit. It's okay to not take the first move, but just awareness and like trusting that it will all come clear in time. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like we all go through dips and we all go through times where we're like, oh my God, I never want this to end. But the yin and the yang, like it's just all about embracing it. Like exactly with that woman like she will look back on that year where nothing happened and be like wow like I went through some of the darkest times but I am such a more resilient person now yeah. do you know what I mean yeah definitely so like periods where like maybe the change for you is that like it's just a period of like very much so self-reflection like we we're talking to Mo about that today weren't we mm. that most people in life will go through a period of solitude or reflection well like it's, it, like it's a thing that really benefits people that do oh fully it really does it does and you might think at that time like oh like look at me i'm such a recluse at the moment like it happened for his daughter in her 20s and she now looks back and he's like oh like what was i doing in my 20s like i wasn't like getting about anything he was like i'm so like glad for you that you didn't just go about and follow the crowd because that wasn't what you wanted to do and like you did go into this more period of reflection and mm. found something a bit more meaningful and deep within you I really don't know what I do about like spirituality and like mindset and stuff I actually don't like I think now like the mm. tools that you have when you know this stuff yeah like you it's so it's so much like obviously doesn't negate the pain or anything or negate like any feelings of uncomfortableness but there's tools there's tools and like I think if you're always having your head like everything's going to be fine like this is this is happening for a reason I've seen this for a reason like things like things happen and then it like catapults you into like Mm. you've got you've got to make a change do you know what I mean yeah definitely and so I think that like Jen said like it's okay to actually feel a bit uncomfortable and it's okay to not feel like like oh I don't I don't know if I wanted I don't know if I can do that or whatever but I think that at the end of the day like if you if you have even a little niggle about like what might be exciting or what might be over the over the hill like you in within you is that person already if you can think it like they are actually there and that is possible for you and if it's a niggle it's probably actually the right thing on your path yeah definitely yeah 100% I think like if you're thinking oh if I get over this and do this like what more will I've learned or what more skills will I have or whatever then it could be a really great thing Mm, because you've always got to say to yourself like what is this teaching me You've got to, like, affirm to yourself as well that you can do it or, like, you are capable. Like, I will genuinely live by affirmations for the rest of my life. Mm, I love them so much. Like, just even to maybe journal or something and then reflect at the end of your journaling and look at what you've been doubting doubting yourself on and then be like, no, actually, you can do this. Yeah fully where where did I say oh I did I did say on my uh, on my mindset stories but like if you write down the three biggest like worries or challenges or stagnancy at the moment so maybe what you're not taking action on or what you're really insecure about or what like what you're upset about or whatever and put next to it what you're expecting to happen because sometimes it when you start to doubt yourself you start to expect the worst Mm. and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that that will happen and you will do the worst Mm. because you believe it yeah obviously like law of attraction like if you believe something enough like it will it will manifest 
So like, so basically, yeah, so write down what you expect to happen and then the, on the next bit, write down what would be the best case scenario, like what could happen. Yeah. So for example, like maybe I'm saying like, um, I don't know, some, so maybe like, oh, I'm really worried about money at the moment. Like I might expect that like a big fine comes in, but worst, like best case scenario is like I get a pay rise at work or like a new side hustle comes in that I hear about. And then the third thing that you should do is write down what the universe might provide you, what you wouldn't expect. Mm. It's like, oh, like I won on the lottery ticket or like £10,000 randomly came from like Auntie Gretna who, you know. Passed. God, do we love them. Yeah, Jen's got some ancestors really loving her at the moment. I went out with um, my dad the other day and one of his friends like is just loaded to be fair and he was like don't worry i reminded him that you're in that you're his only goddaughter wow i know i didn't even know know. and they don't have kids i didn't even know i know i was like fuck off you've done me so well yeah you really have done so well wow i know I'm yet um, to really see it. We're currently sat in my little den opposite the hood in London. Yeah, fully. <laughs> I literally, when I met this guy, he was like, so where are you living in London? And I was like, the ghetto. <laughs> the <Fully>. hood. <laughs> I do really like your room, though. Like, it is nice. Yeah, I, I nice worked here the other day, and it was yeah, just so yeah. chilling. Yeah, I was pretty jealous about that. Oh, how bad is this? Like, fully. So maybe third day of work, like, was in London... Um, went out for some lunch. I asked Jen to me, like, do you want anything? Um, went out. Um, Came yeah. back at, like, maybe, like, five to one. Obviously started work at one, had a meeting at one with my manager. Um, and my phone had run out. Like, it ran out of battery. So, like, I was knocking on the door and I was like, surely, she was literally in, like, 20 minutes ago. She wasn't in. Oh. My phone was out of battery. I was ringing and ringing and ringing. I looked into Jen's window. Like, it was literally open a little bit. And I see oh, my laptop on the killer. bed. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to. Like, I literally, and I flap as well. Like, I flap. I've taken the thing off now so you'd be able to crawl I in. know, I actually would. Um, But... Yeah, basically, so I had to go up to floor four and charge my phone. Like, I was literally ringing Jen, like, Jen, Jen, like, I'm meant to be on a meeting. Like, the, she was messaging me, like, is everything okay? Oh, I was like, no. oh, this is just a nightmare. Oh. Day three, and I'm late. Hungover as well. I'm so hungover. Where did we go? We'd been to the ship. Oh, yeah. The ones were. So, what I really want you to take from this is, one, treat yourself like royalty. Really keep reminding yourself of your worth. When you do things for yourself, you'll start to want to be better and want to take action and want change. I think when you don't feel good about yourself, you just settle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You definitely do Because so. you don't feel like you have control over anything or you no. don't feel like you can do better. The worst thing for me is feeling like I don't have... Like, I don't know what I'm doing, so I just need to, like, carry on pushing through. But, like, it's not necessarily in the right direction. I always feel a bit like I have no time. Yeah. It's a little story that I tell myself that. It's a, it's a limiting belief, that. It's a limiting belief, yeah, true. But, uh... Sorry. Um, but I think, yeah, just start working on yourself and, like, really start asking yourself, like, what would my highest version want for this? Yeah. Want for me? 
what are my highest version want? Would she want a snoozy lawn? Would she want to get up and learn? Mm. Would she want to walk or would she want to just like get a taxi? Yeah. Would she want to start saving or would she just want to spend it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like sim- that simple question can probably dictate so many of your answers. And when you start showing up as your higher self, change will inevitably happen. People will fall away. Massively new opportunities will come in. Yeah. And life will look a lot different. But don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Like like Jen was saying before don't self-sabotage where you go back to the homeostasis of what you've always known when you know how good it could be and like also like don't doubt yourself that it could be better we were saying yesterday I was like god like it can actually be so much better than the situation that you were holding yourself in mm, it's hard to believe that when you're not when in you're not, it when you're in it as well when yeah you're when you're in the old it, situation yeah, yeah fully definitely but yes we'll leave a link to the manifestation workshop next week on our highlights we'd absolutely love to see you there it's in manchester this one so i'm thinking like it's a bit easier for a lot of people to get to as well rather than older um, yeah so yeah we'll love you and leave you i hope you've all had a lovely jubilee weekend long weekend or people listen from like Australia and America as well actually I know don't it's they? so mad I know so guys what I'm gonna do is maybe on I'm gonna actually put it as a story like as a story every day this week what's your challenge what's your challenge what's your challenge what like pussy challenge no but as in like what are you challenging yourself with? right okay what's yeah, an nice. uncomfortable situation I thought you meant like what's your what you're doing for yourself today to pussify pussify your, your life, life. Don't want to say pussy any more times so my window open. Just one for good <laughs> luck. Pussy! <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going to put story highlights on just asking you, like, what... And I want to hit... I want to see what you're challenging yourself with. I want to see how you're pushing yourself. Like, I want by the end of this week for us to have done some stuff for ourselves. Like, oh, I feel so much better for doing that this week. Yeah, I feel okay, so nice. much better for getting into routine this week. And if anyone wants to learn along with us, why don't we all let each other know what we're learning? Because then it's like... Yeah. A thousand in one. That's a, the learning club. The learning club. Ah, oh, I think we've got a great idea. Now it's a house party. Now it's a house with another insurgent. I think we're taller than that though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could do the learning club and like make a book from it or something. That would be really good, wouldn't it? So we wanted to do the little book of lessons as well, yeah. but that was more like little like revelations, revelations that we had, which would still be really good. Some of them are so good. Have you still got any of them on your phone? Mm, we still, we have the note, don't we? Do you really? We, have we read some out, didn't we? Once Did for we? a podcast, yeah. Oh, here we go. Be a thermostat, not a thermometer. A thermostat is resilient and keeps their own focus, even when the environment around them is changing. They read the room and are aware of what's going on, but never change themselves depending on this. A thermometer does not have the strength. They react and succumb to the environment that they're in. If you're a thermostat, you are consistent in your own goals and beliefs and not easily swayed. It always works to not be wound up or distressed by those around you. If someone else is burning up and annoyed, you can still remain sunny and positive. Wow. I'll say this one. Open your mind more. Is the thought you're thinking actually true? Is it fact or opinion? Who are you slash what are you what are you when you have this thought? How can you let go of this thought and become the best version of yourself? It's all about questions. When we label, judge and listen to the ego, you cut off that part of you that can learn the lesson. Truly ask if this thought is hurting you or healing you and watch Oof. that space. Wow. No, so good. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs> that was a house party. Um but yeah guys, I hope you've loved this podcast. 
Um, please give us a rating on Apple if you haven't already because it really will help us so much and it'll be a good deed for the day. Um, and we will see you on Wednesday this time. Yeah. With another little midweek episode. And our sponsor will be there. So you'll see the gorgeous new sponsor that we have. And yes, love you all so much. Love you and leave you. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye.